Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm James Conn's Withering Prostate. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Santa! Oh, it's Santa! Santa's here! Is that Santa? I know him! Cue the theme song. Ah! Oh my god! Santa's here? I know him! I know him! You see gum on the street, leave it there. It's not free candy. Hey! What's your name? My name's Buddy. What? Well, who do they think puts all their toys under the tree? Now, before we learn how to build the latest in extreme graphic chipset processors, let's recite the code of the elves, shall we? Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. In 2003, we got Elf. Yeah, that's right. We did. John Favreau directed. I thought it was older than John that. Favreau. He's in it too. I thought that was this was older than that. It's 2003. It feels like it was older, hey? That was yeah. like 94 or something. So we got Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel, James Caan, John Favreau, Ed Asner, Peter Dinklage, Mary Steenburgen, Bob Newhart. I wish this was, this should be Artie Lang. Zoe Deschanel or whatever seems like so much more interesting to me in this. She looks uh, way different, I found. As a blonde, yeah. Yeah. But also just like the character she's playing in this seems more likable than who she, with the things she does now. Interesting. <laughs> Don't well, you agree though? I was just like, I like Zoe Deschanel in this. Uh, yeah, she's a little uh, aloof and... She just seems humble and... She holds her and cards close to her chest and she appears to have no other friends in the world except for her buddy. Yeah, yeah. because she's clearly not thrown off. This movie buddy. also starts yeah. right away. We get thrown right into the mix with the voice or the storytelling of Bob. That's Bob Newhart. It is Bob yeah. Newhart, yeah. Great, great role for him. It is. How did they manage to make him seem so goddamn small in this movie, even when he's not in a scene with Buddy? I saw the he was actually that small. Stuff. That's like, actually really. He's not a big guy. That's why he was cast. No, he's really an elf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's very small. He's yeah. very little. And Ed Asner as Santa is really good too. He's a good Santa. Ed Asner is a good Santa. He's yeah. kind of like a no bullshit Santa. Yeah. But he's fair but tough. I actually wanted his Santa to swear more for some reason, but drops some see a batter Santa. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit more batter Santa. Uh, all right, so Elf uh, follows Santa, follows the yeah, <laughs> uh, Elf follows the adventures of Buddy, who is um, raised in the North Pole with elves, but he is not an elf; he is a orphan child. I like that uh, the uh, origin story there too, with him climbing in the bag and stuff, and he was from the orphanage, and then Santa didn't want to take him back, so they adopted him. I, that's Santa's all like, like too lazy to take him back. Santa's like, you uh, know how far that is? Uh, forget it. Forget yeah, but you it. don't want to take him back to an orphanage. That's not cool. That's true. He's free now. <laughs> free to grow up as an elf. Let him run free. I mean, it's a good screenplay. Great idea. It's very interesting. It is very interesting. Um, so as all um, Will Ferrell movies, um, I find them hilarious when they first come out. And then upon repeat viewings, his humor and his stuff just doesn't have the same impact on me usually. Yeah, I, I found that this one, though, I feel like the, the character of Buddy is... Uh, is um, it's, I feel like a lot of Will Ferrell's characters um, don't... They're kind of a little bit more um, Aspergery. arrogant and egocentric, and Buddy is none of those things. So I feel like oh, you find they're like that. Well, yeah, like the Bobby, like Bobby, what's his name? Uh, Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby is just like I'm Ricky Bobby. I'm the shit. 
think. Oh, yeah. And in this, he's like so humble and childlike that it's hard not to like him for his errors in this, I find. Because whenever he does make mistakes and stuff, it's not, it's just because he doesn't understand. There's no malice, yeah, yeah, he just doesn't know. Like when, like he gets away with doing things that you would want to kill. If someone stood up on the stall beside you and looked in your stall and started talking to you, I would want to there's kill a, that person. Yeah, there's but a buddy, lot of I'm just like, oh, he doesn't know. That's funny. Yeah, and, and you can say childlike or you can say uh, mentally challenged or whatever the politically correct way of saying that is. But I feel like a lot of people treat him as though he is a special needs person. Yeah, which is also funny. Yeah, but but it, but it is just because he's childlike. It he's he's well, uh, he also knows nothing of social conventions. He's innocent. Yeah, he's never been around anything. So he he, I mean, he has no idea. The whole movie he's discovering, which is which is what makes it so um, funny. But to the level of Santa has to tell him like, don't pull the gum off the street. But then he, he did though. <laughs> as yeah, soon well, as he got there, you know, so much like gum. totally disregarded Santa's um, first rule. But I mean, like, he that's did. one of the things is that, like, he's not just like a fish out of water. He's like so far removed. He has no concept of normal He's not life. even from Earth, basically. Yeah, basically, totally. But what did basically, you guys... Basically, totally. But yeah. what did you guys think of the beginning? <laughs> so the beginning where it establishes that he sucks at being... Uh, what, how many did he do? Uh, 80. 80. Yeah, and he was only 90-some behind schedule. I uh, know, 900. 900. <laughs> or 900, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to get 1,000. Someone had like 12,000 in a day. In and, log book. and then they gave him the job of testing the jack-in-the-boxes. That looked frustratingly annoying. That was really funny, too. Yeah, they did a good job with that. And then uh, when he finds out, someone finally lets it slip that he's not an elf and stuff. Yep. And he starts having the flashbacks of all of the things that he's had to endure, yep. like the tiny showers and the Toilet. Two, two beds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else was there? Oh, God. Like the photos where the top of him is cut off and yep. stuff. Yeah. Like, so it's so well established, I feel like, and well directed. I mean, that guy's basically like a mech suit for, for elves. Like, why didn't they use him for what he's good at? Like, it's not hard to see what his strengths are. Yeah, strength. They do say changing light bulbs is, yeah. Changing light best. bulbs? Have them lift the sleigh when you need work done on it or lift boxes or something. Like, he could do a lot of things that are simple. <laughs> but it, the thing that kills me is that he is like a half-capacity um, elf, not even. <laughs> but when it comes to human stuff, he's superhuman. See him throw those snowballs? Yeah. This guy, if he'd have stayed a human... He'd have All his pro. own YouTube channel. He'd have his own YouTube channel. He'd be a professional quarterback well, I don't think or pitcher or something. That stuff. Even better than uh, I love that snowball scene because it's 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 hilarious to watch him throwing in fast motion, but it is more amazing to watch the snowballs like pegging people as they're turning and running away. They're tracking so well. Yeah, and then the the deep one he throws is pretty awesome too. Yeah. So so then uh, he goes to go to New York City, and I I what do you guys think? Because I I know it was supposed to be cheesy, but what do you think of the the outside of the North Pole and the the little animated the claymation characters and stuff, and then the thing that says goodbye to goodbye, the narwhal. Brody. The narwhal I, yeah. I love that. So did I. I liked it too. <laughs> I, I love it because it's a throwback to like the old Christmas Sam, movies, yeah. old Christmas movies with that stupid animation. I love that that animation is a world between us and the North Pole. I did too. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I I didn't like it as it was happening. And I was just like, interesting like decision on going that way in the direction. But um, when I made a comment about it, I was watching this with, with Nat and she said, uh, she's like, yeah, but this is just setting up the next scene. And then when he gets to New York and he finds the real raccoon and he tries to hug it and it basically attacks him. <laughs> and then that made the claymation stuff pay off for me. So 
Um, and I just think like it is that it is those old ones about Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph. And yeah. so there, that's a it's a great way of incorporating and the snowman, the talking snowman with the cowboy hat and stuff. Is, yeah, that's exactly what that shit is. Yeah. So so I like that they kind of throw back. At the end of the day, it helps establish the non seriousness of this movie. Yeah. So well, I mean, aside from the fact that there's a human living with elves, so we we need further establishing. We did, but yeah. I also <laughs> felt the also the thing that I thought was interesting about this movie is I felt a lot of it was ground in reality and i feel like the first time we get that after buddy's maybe we'll talk about first buddy's crazy introduction to new york city where the spinning of the door and the world's greatest coffee and the gum and he was taking those guys flyers yeah and they finally realized what he's doing and then they're like get the fuck out of here you <laughs> stupid idiot um is when he goes and visits his father yeah and his father's initial reaction to him and stuff when he kicks him out and gets him thrown out and stuff. I, I really was like, this is exactly what would happen. Like, so, yeah. They didn't have him like embrace him right away. That, like this is exactly what would happen. If some business guy, whoever it was, and Ooh, James Conn, James Conn's character is an asshole. This guy comes and says he's his son and stuff. He's just kicking him out of the fucking building. That's it. Yeah. Right? That's exactly what would happen. And then I like how he's talking to the security guards and the stuff. And he's like, I'm going to come back tomorrow. And they're like, no, 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 come back tomorrow. Yeah. No, you can't come back or whatever. That to me just felt so real. Like that's what would really happen. Security yeah. would throw him out of the building, tell him never to come back. Yeah. And they're like, this guy's a little touched. Get the hell out of I here. I like how they do deliver his gift later on when he gets busted trying to get back in and they deliver his gift anyway. Oh, yeah. It could have been a bomb. And that's when he actually reaches out to him again. Because um, everyone loves him except for his dad. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his dad's like, I don't want no special needs. And, and the guy that manages the mall <laughs> thing. Yeah, that guy. The too. black he guy also doesn't get him at first either. He hates everybody. Yeah, I, I, I asked. There's another character where uh, I feel like that guy is like a, such a memorable character. That black guy, because he, oh, he great. thinks it's corporate is like sent a professional in to decorate the place. And like, <laughs> they're after my job. And, and he, also, just he always is whatever Buddy says. He says no, and then Buddy he, he yes it is, and then he'll like <laughs> he'll keep playing along with Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of walking away, he'll be like, "No, I'm gonna get the last word." Yeah, he's yeah. a great character. He's funny, yeah. yeah. And he becomes Santa later. Um, <laughs> so something about James Con's character didn't sit right with me. I know I felt through. that way too. Yeah. Um, so he's like, he is the evil guy to start. Like, no, I'm not eating thirty thousand to get those pages and the books done. Um, so he's driving all that. I felt like if they had set him up to be under more pressure from his boss to start that would have worked better for his character arc over the movie. But instead he's, he's a jerk. He's a bad guy. And then he treats buddy pretty bad, but slowly starts to let buddy in, but never really shows any signs of like true emotion or attachment until, until later on in the movie, he gets shit from his boss and like gets threatened to lose his job. And then his kid barges in the, the boardroom and then the, then he flips to spend time with his kid. That I, whole seemed really uneven to me. I agree with you totally. The only time I did see a little bit is when he takes his food and eats it and he looks at old yearbooks with her in it. But I, other than that, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. I feel like he his character doesn't seem believable and doesn't seem very believable when he shifts so radically from quitting his job. Yeah. Because his son with the weird Nike toque. But even like, even when he's... those toques? What was that? Kid? It was know. like a hat, half, hat, half toque? What yeah, is that? I, I like know. it. Uh, even when like he's looking one. through the yearbook <laughs> though, it's a little weird because he's reminiscing of a fond time when he was banging some hot chick that's not his wife. 
But Buddy said his, her name though. Yeah. So he was just like, "Why would he say her name?" So he kind of was going He's to probably check looking her out. for a likeness. I guess, but then he was He's like, like the way he was smiling. Like her, and I gotta check it out. He does yeah. kind of look. He like... He was having a tender moment because he was remembering all the sex. Kind of looks like James Caan though. <laughs> Buddy like, does. Buddy like, kind of looks. That's Molly, it's not too far off. No, yeah. think about those. <laughs> think about those two together. They kind of look like the butt stuff. Yeah, the butt stuff. <laughs> With me, pegging was good. Who was who? I like. How did I get her pregnant then? Oh, she must have kept it for later. <laughs> we but anyway, snowballed. that that really um, that really stood out to me this time around. I thought they could have easily set um, Jimmy Khan up to be more under pressure, so that his meanness wasn't coming directly from him. So that when he turns the corner and supports Buddy, it's not like it's a, not like he becomes a new person. Yeah, it's just that this he, one just like it was too. It was snapping these different person. I like, do what? though love, and I don't think it would have been the same. Is the reactions he has to Buddy when Buddy's doing stupid shit, and I think he the two of them together, that tension um, is great. I love when Buddy's like calling him and stuff on the phone. Just his acting towards Buddy and stuff. Is so good. I love when he calls him and he's like, there's a sound coming from the thing under the window. And he's yeah. like, yeah, it's the heater. It's going like this. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I got to go. I'll call you in five minutes. Yeah. He's like, no, don't <laughs> no, no, don't call me. me. Don't call me. I, I love James Caan. I, I know I, they could have fixed it in the script or they could have told him to do something else, but I do like the two together. That, oh, that, that was all fine. Yeah. yeah. It's just love his overall the arc that I had an issue with. But I his don't... reactions to Buddy and his frustration, like that's palpable. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I guess his arc is a little steep because he mentions at the beginning he's on the naughty list. So I don't mind him just being like kind of a dick. Yeah, that was kind of... But uh, once again, yeah. he's not the Bill Murray dick. He's just a dick. Yeah, like, he's yeah. a total dick. The like that book thing. Yeah. That's... That's the worst decision ever. ever. You, how do you get to that spot and then decide to not put two Ship pages it with in the two book? Two pages, nobody will say shit like yeah. that. No. If he had been under pressure, then we would have the audience would have understood. Yeah, that yeah. was a step. Been like, I don't care about any mistakes. The timeline is this. Did you get it out? Did you get it out? And be like, fuck. Okay, it went. If they, yeah, if it would have got out without two pages and he didn't sign off on it, that's different. But him yeah. signing off on it, it makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not good. Business. It makes him. A, it makes him a bad, bad employee. It makes him a bad person. Yeah, makes him irresponsible. And like Brent said, how do you get to this position if he's that, that terrible? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy says he's slipping, so I know it's not meant to be a big thing, but um, it did seem to me to be <laughs> pretty, pretty dumb mistake. Regardless, yeah. no, it totally did. Um, but what I did actually really like was um all the stuff with Dinklage. Dinklage is awesome. <clears throat> I thought that that's like. He was a really good sport to like be a part of all that scene with them basically making fun of of uh, Dude, of dwarves. When he comes in, oh, you've got elves working here, and he's like, he's like, what? Is it? And then James Conn's like, just ignore it, and he's like, does Santa know you're here? That is one <laughs> of the things so that you could. That's an instant fight move. Like that's what you would say if you were trying to be a dick. The way he fucking does it. Even when he's got him down, he's like, Sam, call me an elf one more time. He's like, you are an elf. It's, like, <laughs> it's true. Because Buddy is so simple about it. That that stuff had me roaring. Yeah, I was, was. I knew he was coming because I remembered he was in this and I was like so looking forward to those scenes. And they did They did not. Um, they, they lived up to my previous expectations. Yeah, yeah. How about the cutthroat world of children's books? I love no that idea. angle. Yeah. I love that angle. I like and I that love that too. they're like, like we're gonna, you're you're my two best writers, and your idea is to hire another writer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and his, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and one of his writers is Kyle Gass. From, yeah, and uh, the other one is um, um from um, from Conan. Yeah, and Kyle, Kyle Gass, Gass. Uh, Randy, Andy, Andy. Yeah, 
That was close. Watching Kyle Gass in this also begs the question, why is he not in more stuff or was not in this time? Because he's really good in it. I he's feel like, great. I like feel like he could have... Uh, acting is good. Is like the It's funny. He's like really funny. He's got he a funny a lot of music look to him. Stuff. I feel like he would have auditioned for the role of Cam in Modern Family and missed out. Because, oh. But that guy that they chose, it, I forget his name in real life. He's hilarious. I know, he's but great. that guy would have been good as Cam. He would have been good as Cam. Kyle he Gass is, uh, him, he, and I love how everything they talk about is about like they're all vegetables. Vegetables, and stuff. Yeah, I guess we're doing vegetables this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, but then, uh, what's his face? Uh, the, the, the writer they hire. Oh, yeah. Oh, D- yeah. Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah. Dinklage his wasn't his big idea in his book it was about a peach on a farm yeah which he said was not he's like what's more vulnerable than a peach yeah uh, but before he said not to do tomatoes because tomatoes are too vulnerable because they said yeah. vegetables though oh and yeah he said no farms too, yeah. and he said no farms but yeah. that was his idea <laughs> yeah so i thought you know what he was maybe trying to get not get them to do that because he was going to do Steal something their like ideas, that ideas maybe yeah. that's that only thing i could think of is like he didn't make want to make them do a tomato on a farm because he was going to do a peach on a farm. So he made up a big excuse for them to not do it. That's Otherwise, that made no sense. No, yeah, that's exactly that's the true. joke. I, it has Isn't to be, it? right? I think so. There's no other it's explanation. It's never explained, but yeah. I, I, it's got to be. Because then they're like, what's more vulnerable like Brent's than a peach? Yeah. <laughs> just weird. But I do like stuff. the fight between them. Uh, where they fight on the table. Yeah. He beats the shit out of He like drop kicks him in the chest. He does. He runs down the table and does a double drop kick. You could tell he gets more action, uh, like he says in the beginning, from that move. Yeah. What vehicle? What were karate. his demands? Even that phone call was funny. He was like, I want to. He demanded an S series a BMW. Oh, a, B- a, fi- BMW. a 500. Didn't he want a, a Perfectly at 72 70, degrees. 72 degrees or whatever. And yeah. then all of a sudden there's uh there's that person who's interrupting and he says not to put him on hold. Yeah. He's like, that's it. And then there's that long pause and he's like, okay, I'll still do it. Have the car there. <laughs> and then he's like, hangs out. Right? No, he just, he's 72 degrees. Yeah. And then he clicked. <laughs> yeah. That so stuff's all good. His demands were really funny. Um... So all the in-store stuff, like we already talked about him with his uh, boss working down at the Santa's workshop place. Uh, but that's where he meets uh, Zoe. And so they have a little bit of a romantic interest. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? I love how they established their mm-hmm. dating and how she... I, I really like the montage where they go on their date. I think it's more unrealistic than Santa. Yeah. That's but... Yeah. I, I, I know disagree. that's the point of the movie. And I I'm disagree. Fine with it, I, I, I bought it. I feel like I totally bought it. She saw his excitement and then she wanted to show him the big tree. And she was like into his excitement. She, she was into him like being in the bathroom when well, she was showering. She wasn't like into she kicked it. him out. But like no. if she wasn't into that, there would have been police called. Instead, she was like, oh, you didn't mind that. Like, I think she was secretly into that. <laughs> I didn't like, get that If he likes Christmas this much, wait till he sees a blowjob. Yeah. He, he ran into the lockers. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I like their song though. That was really good. She's got a beautiful that song. Voice. She the song actually, that had all that, uh, all that uh, conspiracy around it recently. Yeah, talking about oh, uh, right. date um, raping that girl and trying had to get to, her to stay. They yeah. had to change the lyrics or some shit. Yeah, that's right. Which is so weird. It would um, be like changing the lyrics to. Uh, What's like, in this drink? Like <laughs> row hypnol is in there. It would be like changing the lyrics to a, door, a Doors sleepy. song or I'm something, just like though. Cosby. It's just Eat my like pudding pops. But can you imagine if like P 
people like we wrote a Doors song because they I said know. it was like too sexual. Yeah. And like the Doors like made this song 40 years ago and they're like, well, it has to be we wit. And it's just like, that's not how shit works. No, it's not. No, it's terrible. Just don't like, play, if you don't like it, then don't yeah, play it. Yeah, then don't play it if you don't, if you yeah. don't think it's good, but you can't like rewrite. Sh- it's just like rewriting don't history. Don't reignite yeah. the argument. No, but I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying you could do it with like... <laughs> Like, well, we don't like, well, it's not, it's slavery is not good. So we should just like pretend like that never happened. And we should just rewrite the whole slavery thing. Black people came we here on their own roots anymore. They're like, yeah, black. at least one person that heard that and was like, yeah, that, no, but they're just like, <laughs> they just came here on their own. So from now on at this point in history, if anybody asks how like all the black people got here, they just came out on boats like for a holiday and they yeah. just stayed. It's just like, you can't, you, you that shouldn't, shouldn't do that's that. a terrible like precedent to set for anything including music that's just like really messed up yeah agreed. yeah they and don't do that in this movie no but we just sparked a conversation because of the song they were singing yeah, yeah. no no but i'm I think, just i wanted to clarify that's not no, ever oh no she movie. sings no, the yeah. lyrics in the movie the normal lyrics. yeah yeah and so um she's actually a really talented singer and you can tell she it's is. her yeah you can tell it's her yeah she's she's beautiful very voice yeah. yeah really great so they kind of use that in a couple of parts in this movie and it's always um, nice to hear her sing the carols oh um, yeah she sings at the end too i also um, felt like that was a weird turn at the end as well but yeah maybe we'll get to that later <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit but I, I i'm kind of like brent i don't see those two really getting together um mostly because like everyone's impression of buddy is that he's probably a special needs guy so if that's what she's into then great but eh I like what um, stretch. the director said, who plays the doctor, um, when Buddy's eating all of the uh, cotton balls. Oh, he I, says he's just, uh, yeah, he's... He's averting, he's yeah. averting and stuff. And I love I love the eating of the cotton balls. And I, <laughs> I really like that little girl scene between him and her where yeah. she's talking about what she wants for Christmas. That little girl's like so cute and funny and stuff. Her legs are like hanging over the thing and Buddy's sitting beside her side with his cotton ball on his finger. Yeah. It's just she's so much more mature than him. Yeah. That's why that scene's funny. Yeah. It's because she's like, what, five or six? And she's more mature. She speaks more maturely than him and stuff. Yeah. And he seems kind of like the kid. Yeah. And with his uh, his brother, too. Same thing. That's Whenever he's with kids, it's funny because they They're just... are smarter than... Well... I'm more mature. More socially aware. Mature. There, that's good. Because he, like, tells them to ask girl for food. He's like, you got to ask girl for food. It's a code. Yeah. <laughs> and then he yeah. says pretty much that you want some food <laughs> food <laughs> yes <laughs> but like the code and he I mean, winks again it's it's not that he, i don't think it's that he's un- immature he's an alien kind yeah of. he is an alien so but you, can, you can't ever measure him in this movie by the same um yardstick as anybody else except for people from the north pole <laughs> in which santa seems actually everyone seems kind of more mellow I'm, there too i'm but talking about emotional maturity though so like if something excites him he cannot contain himself because he doesn't understand that you're supposed to do that so he'll just flip out but that's what i'm saying is he's not supposed to do that there no i know but i'm just saying well i don't know i feel like the the elves also are more mature than buddy as well yeah they are he does seem yeah the elves were like all business a lot of the time they're like buddy you're not keeping up with your uh yeah that's true your things but he was like uh uh-huh. so <laughs> Right? But then, yeah, but then he's... Maybe he has special needs. Maybe yeah, because that's that then is the distinction. Because otherwise, that's just who he is. Yeah. Is this crazy, accurate thrower, super arm, super speed everything, uh, but just really simple. Yeah. He's Maybe really life simple. experience will 
do him well, but like I don't know what life experience the elves have that make them so much mature. But than then him. is um is what's her name just taking advantage of him? Like Maybe. is this movie actually way darker than we think it is? <laughs> I think right. Maybe yeah. She's taking advantage of him. Well, if he is truly <clears throat> as simple as he seems to be, he's simple Jack. He's simple Maybe. Jack. Yeah. And so if she's with him, she's acknowledging that because she's not simple. Like, I don't mind that they end up together, especially after she learns that Santa is real and like helps with that whole thing. Then yeah. his past like makes sense to her. And then she could be like, oh, he really is this sweet guy. Otherwise, no, he's simple Jack. And she's like, that, I dig that. I guess I never, <laughs> I dig that. Yeah. Just because he knows Santa's real and he grew up where Santa lives doesn't mean that he should be immature or unaware of things because right. the elves seem totally well adjusted. Even his father. Yeah. We're like, hey, buddy, come help me fix this sleigh. We got to put this engine on here and stuff, and we'll give you some tools. Yeah, that's another good point. Bob Newhart is his dad. Who's more mellow than Bob Newhart ever was? <laughs> that's true. How yeah, did Buddy come to be? Who is his parents? We know James Conn's one. His mom must have been off the wall. His mom wow. was probably crazy bananas. Crazy. <laughs> that's why his dad probably didn't stay with her. Yeah, right. Or oh, had her totally. murder. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe the this murder kind of thing. Movie. James Conn is on the naughty list. That might have been his... Maybe Santa didn't tell him the whole story. He's like, by the way, your dad's uh, on the naughty list? He's like, just uh, summarized. And then somebody else is like, on the naughty list? What'd he do? And he's like, fucking murdered Buddy's mom. <laughs> Hid the body. Ate the body. Fed it to his new wife, Steenberg. I think it's pronounced man's laughter. I also found, <laughs> I also found some... Now that we're talking about inconsistencies, when he's working in the, uh, the mailroom, and gets drunk. It's one of my favorite scenes because yeah. I love the guy he's hanging out yeah. with who's like to totally a criminal yeah. and like basically tells him that but Buddy doesn't know what he's talking I about. I have good ideas. Yeah, and then they get drunk and stuff. That all works up to the point where then all of a sudden Buddy's dancing and everyone's cheering for him. That made no sense yeah. to me. I was like, what is going on? Why was everybody drinking at that point? <laughs> yeah, and why is he like all of a sudden doing some kind of Russian dancing and stuff? That yeah. make why are sense. they calling like the head editor or whatever the fuck about Collins that? Is. Yeah, about that. Doesn't matter if he's his son or not. Why wouldn't they just deal with it? Yeah, yeah. I like, don't. These yeah. people are all inept. The whole thing is inept. Yeah, and we never talked about <laughs> Artie Lang as Santa when oh, he yeah. like out jumps him on, <laughs> and then wrestles him. And how did he get back in Gimbals? He attacks Santa, destroys all those kids' faith in Santa Claus, destroys the whole room that he'd built, by the way. Yeah, from Lego. So he assaulted somebody. He goes to jail. They, bar they barred him with a restraining order. And then he walked back in Gimbals and asked her out on a date. Yeah, yeah like he wouldn't stand out. I guess he did, wasn't working in Gimbals after He was that? also jumping he around he on the beds. He restraining order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was jumping around on those beds and stuff, too. Like True. How, do you, how did they like let him back in that mall? Why doesn't mm. he say it was him that did the decorations when the guy's like all stressing out about corporate? The guy's like, oh, it's fucking corporate. Oh, they're coming for my job. I was not he like, actually, I did this. And then the guy would be like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm going to get a promotion now for hiring you. So then so the, he Sam, wasn't even getting paid no he wasn't getting paid at all <laughs> we go deep in some like, weird shit. <laughs> yeah it's true this has got to be a believable santa claus movie um so then santa's coming into town and goes down in central park because the cheer is going out of the world yeah so that comes out of nowhere that comes out and pretty much comes out of nowhere and then these like magic police horsemen they're the guys from lord of the rings yeah i guess but what the fuck they come out of nowhere 
and they're just the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, those guys do come out of nowhere. The Santa thing was set up previously with his father, but it was set up so far in the beginning yeah. that you've completely forgotten about that meter or whatever. Yeah. Because it's been like an hour and 10, an hour and 20 minutes. So you don't remember the, the meter. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> yeah, just Santa's sleigh just crashes like five feet away from Buddy. Like couldn't... Like couldn't a walking distance. In, so I was just in New York City this year. <laughs> that is a gigantic city. Buddy was standing right by in Central Park, right by where that sleigh came down. By coincidence, just yeah. Central Park is gigantic. It's yeah, gigantic. Santa could have crashed in a different part of Central Park, and Buddy wouldn't. And even even have seen it. Yeah. Even if Santa had said to Buddy, "When you're in New York, try and get people to be a little bit more cheerful about Christmas as a side mission." Yeah. And have one or two I little funny scenes know. about that. What if he, he knew he didn't need to mention that to Buddy? I guess. What if but, he sent Buddy there? But none there, of what Buddy does has a difference. What so. if he sent Buddy That's there true. specifically to do that? Yeah. To like build up the meter? What yeah. if Buddy had an actual a, a goal and he was going to go visit his father while he was there? But like his goal was to get the stuff up. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. So then Santa crashes. It just, Colin's right. It was too long between when that was raised and when Santa crashes. So you're like, what is happening? Fuck. That's a great idea, actually. Is that right in the beginning, Santa's going to send him on the mission and does so because then he's like, by the way, you're not an elf. You're a fucking person. And your dad lives in New York. And then he'd be like, what? What? And then he goes, got a mission, resolution. Things make sense. Yeah. Builds the spirit. Builds build the spirit. He's got to build a spirit. Gets sexually in the abused by a. And Buddy can <laughs> like go. Maybe Buddy's like you know he's like a he's promote he's marketing he's promoting spirit yeah Christmas spirit or something yeah yeah that gives his actions a bit more sense he, I don't know I guess he could still be childish and aloof but at least there'd be a little bit more to tie those two parts of the movie together yeah because then when he gets there he could still like not know what the hell's going on because he's never been there and he's never been out of the North Pole so right. all the other stuff plays yeah. yeah give him one of those sandwich spinner boards that just says Christmas <laughs> he could have even told his father his his uh, new mom and his brother that that's why he was there. Yeah, because like, no one would believe him any more than yeah. he's saying he's from no, the North Pole. He's no. like, I'm here to bring cheer for Christmas. And yeah, people he's like, like, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, exactly. They already think and he's no a weirdo. And no Christmas cheer would be had. Yeah. yeah. So that could have worked out. Yeah. Um, because then, yeah, like the whole getting the sleigh to work and those horsemen riding through the woods and all the like the news crew coming by and all the news stories. Um, what is funny is that comedian when he's getting interviewed by the girl and he's like, your eyes are beautiful and you have perfect teeth. <laughs> And he drops a couple of like smooth pickup lines on her. I forget that uh, comedian's name, but he's uh, he's he plays other deadpan stuff. He um and at the end he's of that, Veep, I don't know if you I see, think that's the guy from Veep. It is the guy from Veep. I and love he, him. At the end of it, he's like he's, he's on like, Community too. He's like I just love you. You're just you're just great. You're just really great. Any fucking way. And he's, <laughs> he says some. The way Matt he segues out of that is hilarious. Yeah, he's great Matt on Walsh. Veep. He plays the yeah. the yeah Matt Walsh. Like a, I love him, and he's on he's on Community. He plays one of the air conditioning guys. Oh, that's right too. Yeah, he's a great actor. I love him. I'm glad he got uh, that he big role on Veep. He's super funny. Yeah, he deserves everything that he gets. That guy. So although, um, uh, although uh, Zoe Deschanel gets to sing at the end and raise the cheer a little bit, it's just a lot of the ending of this movie kind of falls flat for me. I know. And how did that meter get to a hundred percent? Because yeah. isn't that the cheer in the world? I know uh, New York City is a big place, but like it got to a hundred. No, New York is the world. That was the statement of the movie. I mean, for sure that thing's crashing over Mumbai instead of fucking <laughs> New York. New York's pretty Christmassy, especially at Christmas. Oh yeah, you're yeah. totally right. It was super cheery. Yeah. There's trees um, everywhere. Bullshit. Doesn't hold up. Oh. Just kidding. You know Just who kidding. else is good is uh, uh, James Conn's wife. 
I uh, Mary Steenburgen. She's married to Ted Danson. Yeah, she's good in this. She's like that. She's good calm in everything. And, and loving wife and mother, and she's like really good for Buddy, and yeah. she's very supportive. She immediately accepts that her husband has another son. She actually thinks it's great. Yeah, she's she never excited. once gives him shit and be like, "Oh, you fucked some other women, did you?" And oh, you had some. She's like, "Oh, this is so great, awesome. We welcome you into our home, and Buddy. you can stay as long as you want." <laughs> Like without her, a lot of the movie wouldn't work. But like she, she's oh the catalyst great. for getting I him to live with them. I bring home this memory that you fucked other people. Yeah, <laughs> I've legit never seen that actress ever that she's never been good. Yeah, even no, in she's bad so stuff. She's Parenthood, even, she was good. She's even great as herself in uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, because yeah. she's married to Ted Danson, and she's great in that too. I have yeah. a huge crush on her. So do I. So do I. Yep. Why wouldn't you? She's awesome. She's in like she's in so many big things. She's in Back to the Future. Back 3. to the Future Three. Yeah, that's right. She's in everything. Yeah. She yeah. She deserves props. She was yeah. good in this. She 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 was the glue that kept like Buddy being around uh, James Con and the family so much. Yeah. So, so that was really good, and a good sport. Just pleasant on screen. Yeah. The I ending mean, a little quiet though because it weird. seems like there's never a discussion between her and James Con about how bad a father James Con is, and his kids yeah. like fourteen. She yeah. does have a discussion with him so a little bit. So it took fourteen bit. years for her to go. Yeah, but then she says it after that many years. She's like, "Well, it's not really ever been a secret. You haven't been there for a little." Oh, James. I see. Yeah, you're right. And uh, <laughs> and then, like, what the fuck? She's like, "I waited the kids fourteen. Old, She's man. like, "I waited fourteen years to mention this, but you're." suck as a father yeah seriously yeah. she's just too happy and and buddy buddy's the only thing that got me to say it yeah. <laughs> buddy's joy allowed me to bring our family to truth <laughs> buddy would also be so dead buddy would die after eating just one of his breakfasts he's oh, got yeah. crazy diabetes at this point oh 100 like he doesn't have a leg or an arm he's missing some body parts that pancreas has been working way too hard for what are his food groups he has candy candy canes candy corns, candy corns and syrup yeah, and but, but when you see his uh, breakfast, he eats spaghetti with the syrup, oh, like a ton of syrup. He's yeah. dumping marshmallows and then marshmallows, on Marshmallows, oh, yeah, chocolate sauce. And, and then he puts Smarties. on like two cho- full-size chocolate um, toaster things yeah. that are like full chocolate, and then he eats all that. Like he would That's what I mean. The guy is a superhuman. He's, he's an actual superpower because how good is your metabolism to be burning all and that shit skinny, up yeah. they, they never show got... him yoking out exercises in the north pole there's no crossfit <laughs> no up there. they should have actually had wilford brimley play santa claus and then he just could have been <laughs> like you got the beatus <laughs> he also does that crazy. that's why he goes to new york it's to find treatment or he's losing his foot he also does that crazy snowball throwing there is some magic seems to be some magic with him something yeah. Because he's not normal. No, that's like what I mean. Like a normal person And he doesn't die. really bruise or scratch. Like the raccoon attacks him. He gets jacked up twice by two different people. He and doesn't have. He doesn't have any bruises or scratches or cuts. Yeah, he gets hit by cars. So there's something maybe magic about him, but. We don't know. We don't know. It never says. Um, well. I think Brent just said he's on drugs. Yeah. I don't know what he said. But anyway. It's that okay. PCP. Uh, he definitely have the biggest dick of all the elves. That's so like we have his pick. You never know. Maybe he's got a real small dick energy about him. Oh, you're right. He does. And Bob Newhart has hung as like a fucking. Newhart's got that massive. But I'm just saying, it would have been interesting if Buddy was like, it was like kind of a stud sleeping with all the female elves. 
Oh, for sure. Just a ton of pleas. Yeah, women. and they're all waiting outside as he's leaving. And they're yeah. like, nice side uh, story. Bye, buddy. Nice little B story. Bye, buddy. That's true. And then Zoe Deschanel is like, buddy. you're just normal to me. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, <laughs> like, no. she's like, you've got a micro penis. <laughs> and he's like, well, back home. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> better to be a big fish in a little pond. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else? I like this movie. <laughs> I like this movie so much before more than before we started talking about it. It's a weird dark sexual adventure. This thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked it before. Yeah, I want to go back. I I um, <laughs> I want to be a baby again. I liked Elf um <laughs> when it first came out um and it kind of made a, a bit of a impact into my Christmas movie watchings, but I never watched it a ton so. Uh, it was just like a year or two ago it was reintroduced to me um, and in that time off I don't know I felt like parts of this movie just didn't age very well for me um, and part of that is to do that I'm a little Will Ferrell slapstick out um, I do agree like after I said that earlier on in this episode and you guys said it's just his sense of wonder that works for the character I think I think it actually kind of does um, so that takes some of the pressure off of it but there's a, some good scenes and some good moments and some good heart in this movie, but they really couldn't get an ending together in a way that made a lot of sense to me. And and I, then I just tried to lose myself in the fact that it was a silly Christmas movie. And it just, this one wouldn't rank up there in my favorites for, for Christmas movies. So I'm going to go ahead and say that for me, and Nat's going to hate me for this, but I, I didn't think it held up. Very surprising. Yeah. I'm surprised too because I don't know. I'm like on the fence a bit. I, I came in today thinking it was going to hold up. Um, and Was it I'm, all of my tainting? I'm sorry. No, it was, it was the, but I mean the problems, it was so funny. John noticed and mentioned a lot of the issues I had. Like the Michael Caine thing was a. Michael Caine. A Michael James, James <laughs> Caan. Michael James Caan. Coming at ya. I, I noticed that James Caan shit right away. Yeah. And, uh. Then when his kid comes, he's like, I quit my job. I'm going to go with Billy and go find my idiot son yeah. in the fucking woods or yeah. something. Because I like, believe in Christmas now. It just, yeah, I'm yeah. a Christmas guy. That's true. But I got to say, I, I did laugh my ass off at this movie again. There are definitely funny scenes, yeah. And the ending is kind of tonally work. Wor- tonally it works. It's not. It doesn't fall off the cliff tonally. It doesn't make a lot of sense and it calls back to stuff they did establish like way in the beginning and stuff. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that those horse guys are just like all of a sudden like the, the villains. I don't have a problem with that. You guys do? Like yeah. why do you need to set them up? They're the they're the they're the the Central Park police or whatever. Like they don't matter. the Central Park Rangers. They're not particularly menacing. But it, but they and look menacing. They're all shaded and they're it. meant like to I'm be like... I'm just told they're bad and so they're bad. But there you is know no they're, bad You guys. know they're bad because you got to understand that they're going to arrest Santa. They might not they might not hurt Santa or hurt anybody, but they're going to for sure ruin Christmas if they get there. Santa's not getting back on the road. He's not jujitsuing for but um, Central you think, Park Rangers. You got to think if you... What I'm saying Santa is... Jitsu. You got to think is... What you got to think is, is if there's no bad guys in this movie and then t- last 10 minutes of the movie, they're like, there's bad guys and we're just going to tell you about them. So anyways, there's these bad guys and they're on these horses and they hang out in Central Park and they beat people with billy clubs really badly. Let's go. Here we go. It's I just don't like, think what? you need this to even read into it though. You just, because they're not the bad guys of the movie, they're just a problem. 
They're just a further problem right now. Well, why the can't big Santa, problem is that Santa doesn't, that there's no spirit. Why can't it just be police officers coming and they're chasing him through the park on cop cars and he's trying to get his slap? Why does it have to be Because that's these? way more boring and shitty than showing these dark, like thematically, like they just, they, they show them, they shade them in a manner and you, and it totally has got to be a throwback to those horsemen from the Lord of the Rings. That's what it was. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying, so but that doesn't make what, any sense. <laughs> but why? Why do they need to have like a big backstory to show those guys? But why would cops in a cop car be any more interesting? Because I'm more interested in those guys being the opposite of Christmas. It's They're a, a polarized because, you uh, know, presence. You don't need Santa to be getting beat with billy clubs. You just, but he's it, not going to get Just beat. let me finish. If Santa gets arrested by the police and they like impound his, his reindeer and his sleigh, the same impact happens. So why do you create these weird fictional horse riding bandit Black because it's a fantasy guys. movie. I don't it have a problem with it. It isn't it isn't though. It's not a Lord of the Rings movie. Why it's do you feel a Lord totally of the Rings? Totally fantasy. Characters? It's Santa. And first and also, like, why are you interrupting my talking about holding up or what I'm talking about holding up <laughs> to argue about the horse riders? Oh, I'm sorry. We never do Colin, that. Colin. Colin <laughs> who doesn't ever interrupt. Go no, ahead. We never Please continue. I think Brent's no, I know what Brent's doing. He's hold up blocking. <laughs> You're cock blocking the holdups. I would never. <laughs> I, you hadn't in the past, but I feel like you really want a two hold up for this. No, why would I care? I don't know. Because you love us. And I, I love think you guys. Christmas. I think you like and this like movie Christmas, and you okay. don't want to be the only one who says it holds up. No, I'm fucking fine with that. Okay, well, anyways. I can't remember what it was. There was I some lost kind of my summation that I was, ta- I was trying to do and <laughs> I'm completely lost. Well, you were talking about the 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 ending, yeah, and how Scott James Cons. It just feels like the ending comes out of nowhere. But I like see. I like when they go to the back to the North Pole and they have the kid, and they're like they're happy there. Like that works for the movie. It's just the the stuff in the park felt like a something else. I don't know. It's just tacked on. Something you just like said that. it didn't hold up though. I know it's, it's <laughs> and it still it still doesn't statement doesn't it? Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I thought it did. Okay. Yeah, I just, anyways, <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that it didn't hold up. <laughs> really fucking struggling, the three of us today. Because I wasn't even going to say, I wasn't going to say yet, because I'm struggling, because I'm super on the fence. Yeah, you've been drawing I, this thing <laughs> out. Because I really... Blaming me. I, well, I would have finished and had my determination if uh, I was not drawn into a battle about the horsemen or whatever. Do you want Brent I've to go and then we'll come back to you? I've you arrived. can think about it a bit No, more. no, because then I might be swayed by his judgment. Oh. Ah, uh, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. I came into today thinking it was going to hold up, but now I'm like so on the fence. From both comments both of you have made and things I had problems with that I thought maybe no one else had problems with, well, but apparently encouragement. apparently everybody had problems with it. Damn. Yeah. It's so it's borderline either way. Yep. Like razor thin would you recommend this movie to somebody yeah i guess i don't know i guess and it holds up. A lot. i guess it holds up yeah i i mean with all, cutting through all of the problems i feel like uh there is a sa- the ending is satisfying it's not unsatisfying like and it doesn't like falsely take itself too seriously or not seriously it's enough. got some like tonal got... issues but like uh, yeah i'd give it a razor thin hold up all right but those horsemen suck, Brent. You talk now. Yeah. Now you talk about the horsemen and I'll interrupt you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Very sensitive. So the horsemen, they are four in number. No, there's more. Oh, stop interrupting. <laughs> Look, this movie's fucking garbage. 
I'm just kidding. I just want to see oh, Colin's face. Oh, I, I want to see. No, it holds up. It holds up. And I, I'm not an elf person. Like, there's a lot of people that are crazy about this movie. Mm. And my ex-partner was one of them. She loves this movie and would watch it every opportunity. It's still in front of cop, by the way. I'm a cop. <laughs> so His ex-partner was killed in the line of duty. Yeah, well, Jesus. <laughs> don't give my whole backstory away. I need to do my origin episode. Um... It, but it's a good movie. It's funny. I mean, I, fe- I feel like, and we do, and I think I've criticized this before, we get bogged down in some things sometimes. And I think that's what we're here to do. But some of this stuff, I think, is just meant to be ignored, right? Mm-hmm. And not everything is as important for every movie as it is for every other movie. And I feel like the things that fall short in this movie aren't significant enough to prevent me from enjoying it or thinking that it's a good movie. And it's really funny, and the story's interesting, and the characters are good. And James Conn is a little sudden, and some of the other shit needs help. But, man, this movie's good. It's good, and it's enjoyable, and you'll laugh if you watch it, and you'll laugh the second time you watch it. And, I mean, I've seen this movie, like you guys probably, and everybody listening, a lot, because it's on TV all the time. But it still gets you. It still makes you laugh. I hate the singing at the end, because I can't ever imagine doing that, and it makes me cringe. <laughs> but it's fine. I think the one thing that... That I won't be able to watch this movie again without noticing it now is the thing that, and I didn't discover it until we were having this conversation, but is that Buddy uh, grew up in the North Pole with his father, who seems like a super serious guy. Santa seems pretty serious and professional. The elves have clipboards. They're all very professional. Mm-hmm. But yet Buddy seems like he's like four years old. Yeah. And everybody else, and he's like, how long? how old is he in his 30s? late 20s at least, yeah. and so like he grew up around if everybody was childlike and immature and silly and and had you know was and had this kind of spirit about christmas and stuff like not even, the elves don't even seem like they have the, the mantra spirit of christmas they have the mantra and it's like be but nice it, to everybody like so but they it's have all the business, thing, but they don't though. seem to be living it it does seem to be and it's like santa is back he's like well that's another christmas wrapped up time to start for the next one so he's a slave driver as buddy's crawling out of the bag at the start they're all business it's all business there yeah and and buddy's just like flighty <clears throat> he's just like a flighty guy that's what i mean he's he's not quite elf he's not quite human he's got some powers of both of them Maybe it's because he never felt like he fit in. And maybe it is what John Favreau says that he's like reverted to childlike because he. But that doesn't explain his inability to get cold because he never wears a jacket. That's he has true. leotards and he's from the North Pole. He didn't even come with a jacket. He's impervious <laughs> to the cold. Yeah, he, he is impervious to the cold. He and, does and ha- injury, seem to have bodily some and injury. injury. And he's got super speed, super strength. And he has, yeah. he, and his metabolism is super crazy. He doesn't he's need got sleep. Crazy he doesn't need sleep. He yeah, talked about getting... Minutes. Yeah, Also, the... Yeah, him, he's a superhuman. This yeah. is a superhuman story. Him Weird. him building that Christmas thing. The Lego the Lego New York alone would have taken him, a regular person, days. Yeah. He did that in a night. I'm sure this is how he got the uh, voiceover role in the Lego movie, too, is from working so hard on those models good maybe good theory <laughs> that's a good theory <laughs> so i think we got two holds up yeah two holds up one non the non is right the holds up are wrong john's gonna take this back later when nat beats him up when she she's not gonna be says. happy but she i'm gonna tell her about it she i'm gonna like no i'm gonna i'm gonna tell You're her causing problems for me this episode's gonna have an amendment later yeah, yeah john's could, gonna have to like split up all his shit and give I half told away her she could Revisionist come on history she could come on and defend it if she wanted so you did oh, say that oh of course i always open it up 
Oh, so you allow uh, contrary opinions in your house. I do, and A women. man of the future. Ah. He'll tell her. He'll break down tonight and tell her. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just hated it. Unless she's pegging him. <laughs> tell me more about how much you like Elf, John. <laughs> I love it. I say I love it. Don't tell anybody. It's a visual that we're not looking forward to. Uh, no. So, I mean, maybe Elf as a movie, if you were to like ask me in April if I wanted to watch Elf, I'd say get the shit out of my <laughs> face. But as a Christmas movie, I will probably check it out. And so, you know, like I said, not bad. But for me, it didn't hold up. For these guys, it does. What you going to do? What you going to do, Willis? I think that's a good point. That's what I thought. Seasonal. Maybe it's a seasonal thing and you just get giddy and it's all good. Mm-hmm. All right. That's our uh, Christmas episode. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. May a fat man with a white beard fall down your chimney. Happy Hanukkah. If you believe in something else, then may your globulars be true. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. 